Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening again to Treks in Sci-Fi, and this is show 817, amazingly, still, yes. My, my kids keep saying I'm going to never stop, and they're probably right. Who knows? But uh, And it is, the show will go out on May, it'll go out on Mother's Day, May 9th, and, and, and I have a, a mother from Texas on with me today. Hi, Jen. Hey, Rico. <laughs> nice to talk to you. We haven't talked in so long. It seems I know. It feels like it, forever. <laughs> it seems like there was something in the world going on that I I, I don't know. But but anyway, the plague, <laughs> the the stupid darn Vargas Vargas <laughs> plague thing. Yeah, you know they. It was weird. They had a. Um, I don't know if they ever do this down in Texas, but a couple of days ago here, this like military jet flew over our house. Like not like just our house, obviously, but. They are doing some kind of like flyovers. There's a Air Force base. Eh, I don't know how many miles from my house, 30 miles ish. But they've been doing some kind of um, military flyovers to supposedly, I guess the idea is to, as a tribute, maybe that's not the right word for it's supposed to be sort of the fallen people from COVID thing. But huh. it was really weird because I, I don't. I, I admit it, and I've said it on the podcast many times, but I'm not big on watching the news. I, I never really have been a news watcher. So I like when these things happen, I'm like clueless. I'm like, what the heck was that about? <laughs> so I go to my friend, trusty Google, and, and sure enough, and they were doing, I guess they did a few of them around here this week. I don't know. Do they ever do that down there? Do you guys get any kind of like sometimes during like, uh, oh, I don't know, July 4th, maybe they do that or stuff like that do you get anything i don't know if you have um, any fly yeah like we have bases nearby air, or yeah air force bases in san san antonio but that's about 75 miles away from me um but we get a lot of helicopters going yeah over. we do that we are mostly our helicopters we're about a mile from a hospital not a huge hospital but a, a pretty good hospital and when whenever there's a helicopter nearby it's it's somebody being like hella whatever they what do you call it Transported? Heliported. Well, transported to the, you know, (laughs) via helicopter to the hospital or something like that. But um, Uh but anyway, Jen and I are here to talk about uh, an older show, slightly, I guess it, well, it's 20 years old now. Do you believe that? But uh, no. When I looked at the actual start of season one of this series and it said 2001, I'm like, no, come on. I thought maybe like, well, it ran for like five seasons still, but Mm -hmm. I thought, I was thinking like maybe mid 2000s was when it started or something. Uh-huh. But uh, we're going to talk, uh, uh, and here's your here's a spoiler spoiler alert for um, we're going to talk about the show Alias, uh, which was this spy drama, pretty cool show. I, I very cool show, I think. Uh-huh. That uh, was on. Uh, it was ABC, right? ABC. Yes. Yeah. ABC. And uh, here, I'm, we're so well informed already. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about the show Alias, uh, which was a spy drama on ABC, ran for five seasons, starting in 2001. Get undressed. How well do you know my daughter? I love your daughter, and I want to marry her. Spy for what? Against who? You work for the very enemy you thought you were fighting. You will not survive this without my help. Who do you work for? Daddy. Alias Sunday, September 30th at 7 p.m. on ABC. And we've we've talked about doing this for a while, and a few other 
topics we've rolled around, uh, you know, get off our Star Trek and Star Wars horses and, and, and say, hey, look, there's other cool stuff, too. And, and this is pretty much right in uh, the perfect, to me, area of, you know, the kind of stuff that I like to watch and also just fits into sort of that, you know, spy and it's a little sci-fi and there's action mm-hmm. and, you know, so, um, but, um, but anyway, yeah, that is what we're going to do for today. You've, you've been, you know, if you haven't watched this show, you should, and I'll say that I'm sure a few more times and probably Jen will too. But, um, so we, we're probably just going to give you a general overview, talk about the show, uh, you know, what we, what we thought about it, maybe talk a little bit about some some episodes but mostly talk about the characters the overall story things elements but nothing super specific so even if you've not seen the show hopefully like i do a lot of times on on treks and sci-fi that um this will be something to sort of pique your interest and and uh conveniently if you're in an area which i think is a lot of the world uh but it's um it's on amazon prime right now so if you got amazon prime you can watch all of it and uh, yes so that's very convenient it's very binge worthy we we watched two or three in a row last night and we're like we gotta stop we gotta stop oh i you know what i as i told you before we started to record i i just watched the the first episode again and uh just before we started and i was like oh i want to keep going oh no i gotta go record with jen so (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah it's well, I think the show, I don't remember if they did this in a lot of the episodes, but I, I think it, it, it tended to be like they teased a lot of stuff that was coming. Like it was, it, it's very hard to, maybe not as much as sometimes some of the like made for Netflix shows do, but yeah, it's it's very like you want to know what happens next. Yeah. Very much. There's a lot of cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I took a little drink while you were talking there. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about. Like I said, we, it's something um, that we've, I don't know, we, we, we threw out, we, there, what was the other time? Continuum. Continuum. Oh, we yeah. have to do that. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's the other one we were, we're talking about doing sometime too. So, so to begin with, um, let me read. It's only like a few sentences. Uh, so let me start off with, and then what we'll do, Jen, is I think we can each talk about like how we first um, got into the show, what we thought, you know, a little bit of that kind of thing. But um, let me give the official uh, <laughs> Alias TV series Wikipedia entry. This will be really exciting. And for everyone who doesn't know that much about this show, one of the biggest things about this show for Trek people and, and Star Wars people also, since he's worked in both areas, is um, uh, one of the creators, executive producers, writers, directors. I don't know how many hats he wore on the show is uh, none other than J.J. Abrams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that is, uh, I think when they first said that he was going to work on that Star Trek, you know, that Star Trek movie thing that he did, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, J.J. Abrams. I like him. Well, yeah. of course... He did um, Lost, Lost and, a, and although Felicity and yeah, yeah. He, he's he's done a lot. So and you know he's uh, he he thank goodness he's also someone that hasn't gotten some kind of scandal in the last few years in Hollywood. Oh, I know. If 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 one other guy does like you know <laughs> I, I I just don't know what to say. Like uh, let's not talk about that. That's all we need to say there. Um, 
But anyway, let me read the uh, yeah. Let me read a little bit about this uh, show here from the Wikipedia entry, and then we'll talk about it and explain a little bit about what this show is all about, what we thought, and so on. So um, I'll probably only read the first few sentences here, but okay, here we go. Alias is an American action thriller and science fiction television series created by J.J. Abrams, which was broadcast on ABC for five seasons from September 30th, 20, or 20, <laughs> 2001 <laughs> to May 22nd, 2006. It stars Jennifer Gardner. Gar, I, sorry, not Gardner. I hate it when people put extra letters in people's names. <laughs> it, but uh, Jennifer Garner as Sidney Bristow, a double agent for the CIA posing as an operative for SD6, who are the bad guys, a worldwide, I threw that in, a worldwide <laughs> criminal and espionage organization. Uh, main co-stars throughout all five seasons include Michael Vartan as Michael Vaughn, Ron Rifkin as Arvin Sloan, and Victor Garber as Jack Bristow, who is fantastic. Well, they're all He's really, awesome. all really yeah. good. Um, the first two seasons of Alias mainly, mainly explore Sydney's obligations to hide her true career from her friends and family as she assumes multiple aliases to carry out missions as well as her efforts to take down SD6 with the help of the CIA. The series' later seasons deal with multiple characters and plot-driven storylines. Uh, you know, there's a lot more secondary characters and things going on there with a recurring focus on the search for and recovery of artifacts created by Milo Rimbaldi a fictitious Renaissance-era figure with similarities to both Leonardo da Vinci and Nostradamus. Uh, let's see. It goes on to say, Alias was well-received among critics in several best-of lists. It won some awards, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's considered to be a part of a wave of television from the late 90s and early 2000s that featured strong female characters alongside Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Zena La Femme, how do you say that? La Femme, La Femme Vital. That's right. Yeah. And Dark uh -huh. Angel. Um, yeah. So that's probably plenty, I think, to say. One of the things that I, I need to pull up here that I couldn't quite recall. I know, you know, Jennifer Garner obviously being the big lead in this show, a lot was mm -hmm. on her shoulders. And I, I know she was in other shows before. For this, she was in Felicity. She played Hannah, but and she, that was like but, her first show. I yeah, guess, but like she was TV never. Show. This was obviously her first big, like leading character yeah, the, in a show. The character right? was written for her. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, she's from Texas too. I just clicked on her Wikipedia. She's from uh, Houston, Texas. Mm, that's uh, why she's awesome. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will agree that there are a lot of awesome people from Texas. Definitely. Uh, so. <laughs> So that's the blurb on it, or the you know the general background on the show. The I wanted to hang on a second. I'm getting back to my getting back to the original entry here. So let's uh, let's start with with what's the background for you on this show? Did you do you remember like uh, did you just say hey that looks interesting? I'll start watching. Did you watch it all the way through? Tell everyone like a little bit about what you were you know why you watched it did you you know did you stick with it did you miss episodes were you a diehard alias fan back then and so on and so forth i guess well i think it's a long time ago but <laughs> i remember i mean i'm almost i'm only two years younger than jennifer garner and so i 
So that's really, perfect for you in a way. I mean, she would have, yeah. yeah, it would have been like you're, it's like watching a show about somebody your your age because she uh-huh. starts out in, um, she's supposed she's to be grad, like in grad school, right? It's grad school. And yeah. so I had graduated from um, college four years before. So, I mean, I could have been in grad school if I was studying something, if I had studied something then other than art. But um, yeah, and uh, I had seen her in Felicity, which was another TV show that J.J. Abrams wrote for. That's and right. Yeah, he was right. He was involved in that too, right? Yeah, and I really loved that show, and I liked her character. And this was like a total divergence from the character she played on that show. Um, that show was like, she was uncomfortable in her skin, kind of nerdy. She played a similar character in Pearl Harbor too. Um, but But this was kind of different for her and like I said JJ wrote this character for her and he he wanted to keep it open because he wanted Sydney to be her own person but um, he never had anyone else in mind but Jennifer for that part and and it, the article I read about it said that his wife is the one who said you need to write something for Jen <laughs> and so um, that was interesting but I yeah that was a that was a rough year too for it to be released at September. Um, no, yeah. but that would be two thousand and one. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it, so it was kind of an odd time anyway. And I think I had been looking for someone who kicked ass, <laughs> you know, because you yeah. we all kind of felt that. Yeah, you wanted to be able to. It makes you feel a little bit more. Like in there's control. a hero out there that's yeah. gonna save the day, you know. Yeah, right. And I think it was different for me too because I, other than Xena and Wonder Woman and which were, you know, Xena was a little bit campy, you know. Yeah, it not was always, still, but a little, a little bit. Yeah, certainly not, not like as intense, as serious as this is. Right. Know? It was a serious take on a, a a woman who was capable and not only just um, really um, able to kill her, kill you with her little pinky, but she was a genius, which is why she was recruited to SD6. And so, I mean, it was just – I told Dave last night after we were watching it that when uh-huh. people ask me what I wish my superpower was, I always tell them superhuman intelligence <laughs> – and it's like Sydney has that. She's smarter than everybody, just about. But anyway, yeah. that yeah. yeah. And I think I had told you this. Watching this show brought up so many memories. Like you were saying, the music, the fashion, the just oh, yeah. brings you right back to that time. You know, with they. I think this is one of the only shows, and it may be because I mean, it seems to be something that JJ was doing at the time was playing popular music that everyone knew in tv shows yeah you know yeah the only the only thing i wanted to look up speaking of the music i just wanted to jump in for a second because Mm -hmm. i can't i'm not sure if if this was one of these shows and i've got to do a little more digging i apologize maybe you know but there are a lot of shows that used music that when they later release them like on dvd or even streaming sometimes they have to replace music they've lost like they only had the rights when it aired, and then they've got to change it around. Do you, oh. with with these few episodes that you've watched, did you pick up? I don't think that's the case for this show, but I I know like one of the old shows that that I really loved that I know that they had to do that with was um, Quantum Leap because mm-hmm. they used a lot of period music in that show. You know, yeah. wherever he would leap back to, 
you know, they would use some music. But I, I, I noticed in, in the first episode when I watched it again, and I'm sure when you guys watch these other ones too and all of them, I, but I, I think the original music that they used when the show was airing is still there. Did, did you pick up on anything that seemed out of place or maybe that they swapped? You know, now that you said that, I remember watching last night thinking, you know, this sounds like Sarah McLaughlin, but it's not. (laughs) And I think the original may have had her in it, you know, because it was usually popular music and I didn't recognize any of the singers. And maybe it's just because I've slept since then (laughs) (laughs) and it's 20 years, some odd years later. So... Yeah, yeah, that's I'm an trying interesting to, thing. Uh, I never thought about that. Yeah, I'm looking at a uh, quickie. I, I did a quick, a quick um, Google search, and there's something on Reddit here, um, where and this is a few years ago uh, about these. Some of these posts are like from 2016, 2017. Does anyone know where I can watch Alias with the original music? Oh, people... see, I knew it. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure. If um, I will have to break out, I actually have, I don't think I have all of the seasons, but I think I bought maybe what I'll do in the next few days. And uh, so it, it looks like it's possible that they have had to replace some music. But mm-hmm. I, ha- I have a DVD of DVD set of, I think at least season one in my closet over here with all my other media stuff. And, but I, I don't know if the, um, I don't know if the streaming uh, one on, on, Amazon Prime. I'm assuming that they if replaced they, if, it. If they had to replace yeah. things, that maybe they they did. You know, there's something in there that's different. But um, I wanted to make mention of that at least. I'll try to do a little more research, and maybe I'll put a little tag at the end of this mm-hmm. while I while I'm editing it over the weekend because um, we're recording on a couple days before um, before the show goes out, and and I'll um, I'll try to put something in here a little bit more about the music, but I don't want to tie us up too much on that. But I, I right. think it looks like it might be the case that they had to mm-hmm. they had to change things a little bit here um, for the release of the show. Let's see. Uh, uh, let's see the. Oh yeah, there's something in the Wikipedia entry. The original soundtrack was removed from the version of the show available on streaming services such as Tubi. DVDs appear to have the original soundtrack on them. Huh. So uh, maybe that's the answer there. So uh, yeah, they have different rights for different. So you were noticing that though a little bit that it I seemed did. a little a little bit different to you somehow. Yes, yeah. yes. The tone sound is. It, they did a pretty good job of trying to find music that was similar. Yeah. But like I said, I I think I remember Sarah McLaughlin being one of the singers whose music was used in the show. I think so but, too. I, cause I like her as, mm-hmm. a, as a singer and, and, and I, I kind of, I have to watch a few more episodes, but, um, but they did use, use her quite a bit, I thought. And uh, yeah, but anyway, continue. So you mentioned, you know, it was, you know, this sounds like very much, you know, would have been a, a like a, a perfect show for you practically. Yeah. Were you, and, were you tuning in every week watching it when yes. it was first airing? Okay. Yes, I was. And also, I, I don't know, if, I've said it on Anomaly a few times, and I apologize if I've repeated it too many times for people who used to listen to that show. By the way, Jen but, does the Anomaly podcast, for those that don't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's been on hiatus for about a year because of COVID, but yeah, Angela and I did it for about 
I, th- I always well, figure most people listening, <laughs> since you've been on here a while and we've we've done a lot of shows and conventions mm-hmm. and all, a lot of stuff, I figure yeah. like 95% of the people realize that. So, But yeah, anyway, continue probably. about your uh, – so you would watch it each week and – I did and I and – I, like I said on uh, – I had mentioned it on our show a few times that in college I competed on the martial arts team and um, – did it conflict I, with martial arts tonight? Oh no, or or something, or practice, or something? No, 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 no. It, I, I had graduated, but um, like okay. four years prior to the show's debut. But um, that was one of the things I loved about the show was the martial arts. And um, I used to critique her. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that was a sloppy kick," because <laughs> you know when you can tell when it's the double and when it's Jennifer, she does good a good job, pretty good job. But then it you know at times it's a little off but um yeah. i remember that being something that that i loved just about the show is just all the the martial arts in it and in fact i think i i don't know if you i know you only watched one episode but maybe you'll remember G- um gina torres is in season oh, one. oh yeah yeah i i mean i remember and, most of the guests I'll, I'll 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 zip through those in a few minutes we'll zip through like some of there there are a lot of very recognizable people oh, in yeah. this show a ton yeah, yeah. a ton some have gone on to really be very popular mm-hmm. uh, this was like yeah. right before firefly too so anyway what i was gonna the reason i brought her up was that the episode i was watching last night um her she was fighting with gina and her and gina's hair was in this tight ponytail and in the next like very next clip her hair was down and they were fighting and i was like okay that's either a continuity error or or it's because they didn't want to show that the stunt double was fighting, <laughs> ah, I <laughs> and they see. wanted to cover her face. So anyway, yeah, and I, I, yeah, I watched it all the way to its conclusion, and it was such a strong show. And then it really jumped the shark. <laughs> oh, I want to I hear more about like, that. And and I know is- <laughs> I know some people feel that I've heard that before about this show, and I, and I do kind of agree that it started to get a little bit out there. Later on, I mean, I kind I watched it till the end too, but I, but I, 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 I don't know. I mean, that's it, it. Definitely is. This is one of those shows that doesn't really stay for good or for bad. It doesn't stay the same. You know, no. e- each season is a little different, and it's a it's a much different show by the end of the series than it is in like season one. Yeah, you it's know, like hardcore even, sci-fi towards the end. You kind know, of, yeah, and and you know, people who were bad are good, and then they're you know good or bad. You know, the people keep changing sides a little bit, and it's there's it, it a lot of that going on. You know, kind of a thing a bit. You know, and that's kind of a J.J. Abrams thing that he likes to do. He also likes to play with um, time. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, what I noticed in the first episode, and he does this in a lot of the episodes, and he did it in Lost too, is that he doesn't do like a lot of the episodes are not linear, you know, it's not like A, B, C, D, whatever. It's like the, you know, he, he throws some kind of, it's the classic, what I, what I kind of, I sometimes groan at this in TV and movies because I feel like it gets overused, but they show you like to pull you in like something that's going to, you know, towards the end and then they'll flash up on the screen and they don't even flash up on the screen all the time in Alias. Uh, 24 hours earlier. Oh before, yeah. You know, that kind of whole thing where uh-huh. she'll be in peril somewhere, right? She's mm-hmm. running or she's <laughs> she's in a she's locked up or chained up or or handcuffed something you know that's the way, way the first episode starts right and yeah. and then um 
and then you you basically then they zip ahead they they'll show you a few minutes of that and then they go oh okay and then they get you to that point right and then then they basically feel like oh you're gonna want to see how she gets there and how she gets out right and I it's interesting to do that but I, I also feel like it's a little sometimes overused and gets a little cheap sometimes it's like okay I like the show I'm gonna watch the show you don't need to keep doing that that yeah. Long. Yeah, he does. I, I I liked the contrast because she's a college graduate. I mean, she's a grad student. Student. So there's a contrast <laughs> at times where she's she's making uh, excuses why her paper isn't being um, turned in in and wanting to to have the deadline extended and the and the teachers getting after her about it. And she's like, but I have a really good excuse. And then they cut to like her defusing an atomic bomb or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I just saved like, the world, dude. Uh, like, right. Yeah. I liked those moments. I thought they worked well. But you were talking about the first episode where she was tied to a chair. And we had an exchange, I think, on Facebook or a chat where we were talking about that episode. And I said... You know, I think this must have been the influence for that Avengers movie where Black Widow is tied to a chair. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's well, you know, yeah, out. it's it's very similar to, yeah. I mean, even she does a flip with the chair yes. and all this stuff. It's so and it's, awesome. It, it's like, <laughs> it, you know, the only thing that I, and this is my little, like, uh, the side of my brain that's trying to sort of, like, rationalize, which I have to sort of occasionally, when you watch this kind of stuff, you have to shut it off, but... All I was thinking about, well, you know, if you could have done all that, why didn't you do that like in the first minute they had you or so? You know what I mean? Like she goes through all this junk in the in that, you know, they're pulling her tooth out and doing all this stuff and drugging her. And like, and you could just flip the chair over and headbutt a guy and all that. Like, okay. I'm just saying it's kind of like I know I know that the way drama and 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 story and action is built is like you gotta make people really want it, right? You can't yeah. have like the prize fighter go out there, uh, get hit once, and then he just decks the other guy, right? Nobody wants that, right? You got to build up. So, and I get, I get it a little bit, but, um, but anyway, that's just a little side point. So you were watching this pretty much as it was airing, mm-hmm. and, and all five seasons as well. You didn't mm-hmm. dr- drop off. You mentioned it jumped, nope. jumped a little I, shark, shark. Yeah, because I had to find out what the heck. What Thank the goodness heck they, they had doing? happy days, right? Thank goodness huh. that that Fonzie. You know, yeah. jumped that <laughs> shark. That so shark. we all have this phrase we can use yes. now. <laughs> jump the shark. And I remember watching that episode too. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so funny now. It's like he, he's you know Henry Winkler, and and you know they're probably proud of that. I mean, they they created like a like a thing that everyone uses now, right? Yeah. I, I don't know what people would were doing before that when pe- things would go. Well, that's gone a little too far out there, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But. Um, but anyway, the um, so any any general other like comments that you wanted to mention anything about um, when you were watching the show, what you, what your feelings were, or or what you know what you thought of uh, any of this, you know, nothing specific, but anything else you want to mention now, and then I'll 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 chime in a little bit too, I guess, with my yeah. initial thoughts. You know, I really loved the all of the characters, and especially. Um, like the the geek the geeky guy the oh yeah the yeah guy. yeah he's I, he's great and you know I think he doesn't he's not in like the last what couple of last season or whatever he kind of somewhat it, 
gets pulled back I or something. Don't remember, his name Wasn't is he? Kevin Wiseman, and he played Marshall. Marshall yeah, Marshall, right? Linkman. He was he was like the the Q, right? Of the the yes. guy who gives James Bond his gadgets, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's even in the very first episode, just hilarious. And the little conference room was like, "I got this for you, and I've got this little gadget for you," you know. Yeah, he's yeah, great. he's always trying to like. There's one in episode three that it's like this little tab that you. It's like this gel in a in the shape of like maybe a little a cushion that you would put underneath you know your chair like it's a little circle a tiny little circle and he was talking about he was wearing gloves while he was talking about it and he said all you have to do is like touch somebody with it and they'll pass out and they were like why are you wearing gloves if it's not dangerous and he said well i was practicing with it the other day and i woke up on the floor i mean yeah there's little little things like that and he's always stuttering stammering and he has a crush on sydney but one of the things i was going to say when you were like what are the things that i remember i remember loving that character loving all the characters especially jack i liked victor garber garber is such a great actor and yeah, he, um, sure. The the tension between him and Sydney is, I always felt bad for them because he seemed like such a, just a cold person, and she needed yeah she needed a dad because yeah. spoiler alert in the first episode her fiance is murdered yeah but um so the characters I loved the dy- dynamic between them because uh, I in every story that's my big thing is like first I gotta like the characters and I oh and yeah I agree to be flaws and they're you know then the plot has to be good and the dialogue is so important too and I think they the first few episodes especially they they really nailed it but um there was something in sp- oh the name Sydney um I had considered that name for Aaron if he was going to be a girl oh okay you know when I yeah. was pregnant with Aaron not if he was going to be a girl, but um, right. I understand. it was one of the names I had selected ah, and okay. just because I loved it so much. And yeah, it's a good name. It's, it's, it's good. And, uh, it seems to really fit the character and fit her. I, I, it, it's so funny when they use or when they, um, Oh, I don't know. Pick, pick names for characters on shows and stuff and how, you know, she seems like that it, it fits her, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know how to describe suit. it exactly, but mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good fit, and um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that you said. I, I have similar feelings. I mean, I watched it, it was as it was airing, you know, and 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 was pretty pretty diehard about that. I mean, I, I um, it was I think when it was a, the first couple of seasons, I think it was on Sunday nights, I think, and and, uh, and then I think they moved it around, which started to hurt some of the ratings a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they moved it to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, I th- I think it got connected up with Lost when they moved it to Wednesday. I think I think when um, I think it was either the show before or after Lost. I think or something like that. Uh, I know this is a great detailed uh, podcast, folks, but um, <laughs> I, I, I talk about what I find important. <laughs> so, yeah. But but the but yeah, they 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 did that a little bit. Um, but I agree with you do- completely on the characters. I mean, the characters for me is 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 probably you know three quarters of whether I'll like a show or not. One quarter is what it is about, you know, the stories and the setting and all that. But three quarters to me, if the characters aren't people that I, I, I want to like watch and find out what happens to them and all that, then it doesn't, it doesn't really matter how good the setting is or anything like that. 
Um, but the, um, and I agree with you about the father, son and Victor Garber, you know, he's great. What I, what I remember a little bit about that, it was interesting watching the first episode again, because they're so at odds with each other, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they're so, they're so like adversarial and eventually they, they kind of repair that a bit, right? Over, over the seasons and the, in the years and things like that. And it's such a relief when they finally do. (laughs) Yeah. Cause she's so like. I mean, she's got Angry. her friends, you know, she's got yeah. her friends, you know, she's got Will, uh, who's the girl that's her friend, um, uh, what's, what's Francie? her, what's her, yeah, Francie or Francie, Francie, yeah, mm-hmm. um, she, you know, it, it's, it's always funny to me, you know, when you have these kinds of shows where somebody like has to keep all these secrets, right, from their best friends, yeah. their, their family members, whoever else, you know, and um, I wanted to run down while we're talking about that, since we were both talking about the characters and what we thought uh, of them or what we liked. Mm-hmm. I was going to run down just kind of really quickly scan down. Well, Sidney Bristow is Jennifer Garner, obviously. Arvin Sloan is Ron Rifkin is the actor. You know, these are character names and then actor. Michael Vaughn is Michael Vartan. Um, Will Tippin is Bradley Cooper, <laughs> which is interesting now to me. Um mm-hmm. Francie, like you said, Francie Calfo, I think is how Marin Dungy. Is that how you pronounce her name? I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, mm-hmm. Marin. Uh, Marcus Dixon is Carl Lumbly, who's great. Uh, you already mentioned Kevin Wiseman is Marshall. Greg um, Gunberg, though. Yeah, Greg Gunberg is in this because he is, there's a contract he has somewhere with J.J. Abrams that he has to be, <laughs> he has to in, be every, in everything. Well, he, wasn't he in Felicity a little too? Yeah, well, I think so. Was he? he was in Star Wars, so yeah, he was in Star Wars. He the was in Star ones. Trek a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and he, later on in some of the in I think I think it's maybe season three or so. We have uh, remember Julian Sark, David Anders, remember yes. that guy? Yes, uh, and of course Arena Devrevko, uh, Lena Olin, so mm-hmm. um, who is really good. Melissa George, uh, Lauren Reed. Uh, Terry O'Quinn. <laughs> yeah, Terry O'Quinn is in this. Uh, Rachel Nichols, Rachel Gibson, who is in Continuum that we wanted to cover sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's most of the biggies. Uh, Amy Acker is in this, too, uh, uh, for some episodes. Kelly Payton, she plays. Uh, Gina Tur- uh, Torres. Yeah, Gina Torres. I mean, yeah, and those are just like like the most of the main, right? And then, you, like you said, Gina Torres is in this. Um, Patricia Wedig, uh, Terry O'Quinn, yeah, Isabella Rossellini. I mean, oh, Angela I Bassett, Sonia Braga. I mean, yeah. th- there's a lot of big, big, big people in here. Angus Scrim, who who's done a lot of like genre stuff over the years. So, so anyway, um, but um, yeah. So I watched it as it aired. I. I I've always liked spy stuff. I mean, I really, really, anything that has any kind of like, you know, espionage, James Bond, of course, but, but there was an, there was an old, old show here. Let's see if you remember this. And I think it was on in the nineties. Uh, there was a show. It was only on probably for a season or half a season. Maybe it was called spy game. Does that ring any bells to you? It was no. like, a, um, it was a spy show, obviously. And there was like a, it was a typical like man woman team who were were you know secret agent spies. This wasn't a situation where they were like double agents and all this, but it was really short lived. It was a very much a U.S. attempt at sort of a James Bond kind of show, 
a little hokey mm-hmm. at times, but it was, but anyway, I, I just wanted to mention that because like I said, any, anything that is sort of a spy type thing, I, I've always wanted to watch, or I'll, I'll watch pretty much any movie or TV show like that. And they haven't really done a lot, truthfully. I and mean, that, that's what I think is great about this show is they've really not, it's not something like we have a lot of, you know, sci-fi fantasy fantasy type shows over the years. I mean, even, you know, how many Star Trek series are we at now? Right. Nine, ten. <laughs> and I love Star Trek. We both do, obviously. But mm-hmm. but I mean, like, I mean, and that's great. But, but you know, you there aren't really a lot of, and, and most of it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, some of these shows will cost a fair amount to do. One of the things that I think is a slight drawback of this show is um, I I have trouble with some of these, and even when it was airing. But they they she's always going to another country, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're going to all these exotic places. But I always had a little trouble buying it. Like like you know what I mean? Because they're obviously. Can I tell you why? Well, no, I mean, no, I know. Oh, go ahead. What What were you going to say? I read that there were often like American traffic lights and yeah, the buildings are recognizable. The yeah. technology is also American. Yeah, so. there, there's a there's a lot of that. There's a lot of you know like um the like they they'll even mention things like the outlets and stuff. And I've traveled mm-hmm. you know a fair amount, and you know they'll go to these countries in Europe, and most countries in Europe do not use a plug that looks like a U.S. Yeah. You know, 110 outlet. <laughs> My story in Germany one time is I had this really old converter thing and it actually caught on fire in a hotel. <laughs> it was not good. It was not a good converter. It was super old. And I was trying to charge up something in the morning. And unfortunately, I was right there. It didn't really like literally on fire, but I'm like, I was like, what's that smell? And uh, and I, I'm like, Oh, that's my little converter, and I, I yanked it out of the wall thing. I don't know what the problem was. It, maybe it was just had it had. Basically, it has to change, you know, the, the voltage, and mm-hmm. it, it probably just is, you know, the electrical coil inside has just been used a little too many times. And then I bought a new one. But anyway, um, but yeah, there's little things like that in these shows that that kind of take me out of it a little bit. Not a lot, uh, but uh, they, um, you know. They they obviously can't they're they don't they're not given a hundred million dollars like a James Bond or two hundred million dollars right. like a James Bond movie and they can't really go to oh look it's Italy and oh look it's this it's oh you know um, and this is a very you know they try to make it a very international show she's not just dealing with stuff going on in the, excuse me going on with you know in the United States at all so yeah she travels a lot a lot of travel a lot of travel one of the things a lot that of I, disguises <laughs> yeah. One of the things that's that I would wish it happened a little bit sometimes, but not nearly after after, you know, being on a lot of or a fair number of international trips and flights. She's amazingly like not tired. You know, she'll fly off to whatever, like you were saying earlier, Jen, about, you know, then she'll go to class and have to do a test. And like, she's just, uh-huh. do you sleep ever? <laughs> right. You, you know, nobody like between the jet lag, between the this and the that, you know, it's like, there's just no way you'd be, you'd be collapsing. You know, the funny thing is she should have looked tired because what I read was they would start shooting at 5 a.m. and they'd finish up at midnight the next day. Yeah, that's that's the that's the fortunate thing you ladies have with makeup, you know, and even guys on the show, I'm sure, you know, too. But I mean, they uh, yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, there were some times though she was she was looking pretty uh pretty tired out. I mean, worn out. Know, yeah. Yeah, I mean they you know they have to play that the you know whatever they need to do for the show, but it, you know you've got to you can't put like that kind of stuff on a show like this. It's 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 a it's make believe and and fun and 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 a fantasy, but um, but the um, the other thing that I wanted to mention about you were talking about this earlier too was just the general feel of the show. Mm-hmm. I don't. What did you think as you've been watching these these few episodes? Did you do you besides that uh, the whole music thing, which we've already talked about a little bit? But I don't really. I mean, there's a little bit of you know they're using these funky cell cell phones. She's got a pager mm-hmm. and stuff, but that doesn't really bother me that much. But do you feel that? Do you feel it holds up, or do you feel it, do you feel that 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 kind of stuff hurts it much or what do you what what do you feel i mean is it is it fun to watch still is is really what i I'm... was talking about that with david um first of all it was surprising to me how the fashion is still classy <laughs> um you mean I, that it doesn't love... look like it's like oh no one would wear that now kind of a right. thing exactly yeah. except for the there was a slinky blue spandex dress that she wore that she was at a club it was her 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 disguise and i thought okay that's outdated <laughs> is it you're but, going is that is that from your club experience or is that just no no like not <laughs> i i was not a uh, party girl but i just i know from you could other t- you could tell by looking at it it's like stuff. <laughs> yeah nobody probably would walk into a uh, dance place now with, no I don't know. It was probably sometime she was in Europe, though, right? I mean, who knows what they wear? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was supposed to be in Russia at the time, and she was in a like a gangster type club setting. But but most of the business attire, like super classy tinsel skirts and um, yeah. sleeveless tur- uh, turtlenecks that were fitted, form fitted, very early two thousands. But it's still, uh, I don't know. It's still holds up still and yeah also, yeah it wouldn't be like if she yeah. walked down the street in one of those like you said one of those suits now she wouldn't be like oh my Out gosh of style. Yeah. where'd you get that from or, or right. whatever yeah that's... but the technology however like some of the stuff like in their their situation room when they're being briefed and stuff yeah um it looks like it could be ipads on stands but they're so it's obvious it's technology from that era, but yeah. it's it's not something that we would use back then. They were trying to make it look futuristic, and it kind of works. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't bother me. It's just when the pagers and the cell phones are being used, but it's it's you know it's it's still fun, like you were saying. It it doesn't get in the way. It doesn't take you <laughs> no, out. No, the they're not using it heavily either, right? It's it's not. Um, it's it's there as part of the show, but it isn't it isn't like you know. Oh wow, boy, that's really you know. <laughs> no, it's not like Star Trek: The Next Generation, where you that technology is starting to look dated. <laughs> you know, like the views, the the de- the monitor in Picard's office that's super thick, or you know, the pads. Yeah, are come thick on, and- get a get a come on, Picard, <laughs> go to the computer store and get like a nice flat screen or something. It makes me a little sad though. Because we've already surpassed the technology in our favorite TV s- series. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, of, a little bit of that. I mean, I kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's interesting when you watch something like we we both watch TNG. We watched this show when it was airing. Like I think your brain. I've had this discussion with other people, and I think it's different. Let me see if I can put this succinctly. Um, when you watch it, like the like, I'll I'll talk about the original Star Trek. Like a lot of people will tell me things like, and you guys have even said that you and Angela and stuff. 
there's sort of your brain does this weird little trick where if you watch something way back in the day, like when it was airing, like Alias or Star Trek or, or whatever, I don't think it bothers you like it does if somebody just sees it now for the first time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. because you have you you watched it when it was first on and almost watching it now sort of takes you back to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah, I, 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 I've seen it. It seems like the datedness of TV, movies, whatever is is stronger if if it's not something that you grew up on or watched when you, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it is. I think I think it's a bigger thing than than if you just come into it now. And I don't mm-hmm. think this show's got quite a you know. There's probably not that much here. Even if people are listening and you haven't watched that, I, I don't think that that's really going to bother you that much. Even if you didn't watch it when it was uh, when it was airing. So, but I think that's sort of one of the things that I've noticed. Like I can watch like an original Star Trek episode, or even like you mentioned with TNG, um, and none of that stuff really like. Heck, when they when they updated some of the special effects on the original series, it almost took me more out of it than watching the original versions of it, right? Because mm-hmm. they've they've tried to update it, but they've only done it like halfway, right? Yeah. It would be like if every scene in in Alias, like if somebody, you know, and we probably have the technology to do it now, like you mentioned in their their little briefing room, like uh-huh. if they went in and they sort of like they like superimposed like new stuff where all the tech is, yeah, you know we'd probably like whoa that 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 seems weird why is it especially so... since the cars are still from the 2000s yeah 2000s. like she drives she's, yeah you're right about the cars the cars really are yeah uh but uh oh who knows maybe one day they'll have tech you know tech will advance to the point where people will be able to take like a show like this maybe 50 years in the future and they'll be able to just run it through some kind of app on their future future phone right and it'll just change all of that uh-huh. right fashion um tech that would be I, I i could see that easily happening you know where they could just like do that and they just go okay what what era do you want this show to look like and you just push a button on your app or something there's a million dollar app for the future folks yeah but um but the you know the the action the the drama of it all you know i guess and I don't know how long we've been doing this, 45 or so, 40 when we started. Yeah, probably about another 10 minutes and then we'll wrap up the. Um, but what I was going to say is this show is very intricate. Like there's a lot of story. There's a lot of subterfuge. There's a lot of like who's on whose side, who's a good Twists guy. Twists and turns. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that. You never really know who quite they can trust. Um. You know, I, I think that makes it really interesting to me that it's 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 not very straightforward. People will I, I saw something when I was doing a little bit of quickie background looking, you know, somebody will say um, somebody threw out the like MacGyver, like this show is like MacGyver. I'm like, this show is not like MacGyver at all. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. She seldom no. like built little gadgets to get her out of things. Really, that didn't really happen a lot. Mm-mm. And plus, the the main thing that I I thought about MacGyver was a very A B C D show, pretty much. Yeah. Right. He'd get in. He'd he'd get a mission. He'd go in. He'd do the mission, and it would be done. There wasn't really who's on whose side. There wasn't like, it, there was none of that kind of stuff going on. Where here you've got a lot of and I and I like how 
her other friends at like SD six eventually, you know, learn about really what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that they're not really working for the good guys. (laughs) And, uh, but, um, but yeah, that, that, that I think is, um, an interesting part of the show, you know, just, just all the, like, ah, I don't know if I can trust you. And like everybody new that comes into the show, they they kind of yeah. like she she's she's very guarded around them right usually yeah and then uh, she's she has to be because one of the premises is that her fiance was murdered because she told him what she did yeah and yeah, exactly. and SD six eliminated him because he became a uh, a uh, what do you call it. Uh, well, a, a liability, you know, a liability, like, you know, it could be potentially, you know, give them away, you know, mm-hmm. if she just sort of like, I mean, he would, he was knowing where she was going into work, you know, essentially, which was sort of a cover for this agency that was, you know, there. So yeah, he was, uh, but, um, but yeah, that, um, it, I, I, you know, the thing about that, I always kind of thought, especially after the first season or so, or maybe the first save five, 10 episodes is like, you know, for her to stick with, with what's going on, you know, with, Mm -hmm. you know, with what had happened, you know, there's a, it happens in the first episode. There's part of her that just seems to want to like walk away, you know, but of course they really aren't letting her, you know, she tries to sort of do that. Then they kind of come after her and, uh, and then she's like, well, now I'm going to just take them down kind of a thing. So uh, definitely. So that, yeah. that, that was interesting too. And then, and then the whole, you know, the fam, the family part, like you mentioned with her father was good. And mm-hmm. the, um, yeah, she becomes, she starts working with uh, the CIA and I, one of the interesting things about it is she thinks she knows everything there is to know about SD six and that she's a, she will be an asset to the CIA to help them bring down SD six. But he, her handler tells her to draw a map of where SD six is in the world. And she does it within like a minute really quick. And she's like, don't waste my time basically. Cause she's really upset about what happened to her fiance. And she just, she's, she's very angry Yeah. in the whole first few episodes, but he pulls out this huge map and he rolls it out. And it's like, it's covered. They're in- everywhere basically right? yeah in like little icons that represent different agents and it would be a question mark and then there would be an x on one that's eliminated and there's just very minimal number of eliminated st6 agents and the problem is most of them don't know that they're working for the bad guys because they think that they're a um a secret branch of the cia when they're yeah. not they're yeah. just a part of this organization called it's called what the Something of twelve, what is it called? Oh yeah, yeah. They they mentioned that in the in the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, really it, cool the way it, they put the story is uh, put together, and they have a rival agency called the K Syndicate or something like that. That's what Gina Torres works for. Right. But anyway, it's really cool. Yeah, it's called the Alliance of Twelve. Yeah, That's the Alliance. I knew it was just something like the, the group of twelve. The. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Boys Club of 12 or something, yeah. Yeah, well, the one thing I was going to say, I know you only have a few minutes left. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, the the uh, the banner on the the streaming page for Alias on Amazon Prime is Sydney walking away from an explosion. <laughs> it oh. just reminds me of that song that Will Ferrell did with Annie Samberg. And I just looked it up, 
And J.J. Abrams also performed that song. Oh. You know which one I'm talking about? Cool guys, don't look at explosions. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I do, I do. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a classic thing too, right? Yeah. Like, like you know, how, how many things have like, oh, look, we got to walk slow motion away from an explosion. Yeah. Now they need to update it because it's cool. Spies don't yeah. look at explosions. Yeah, yeah. It's um, there's yeah, this show that too. I that I've watched. It's 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 yeah. It it gets used in so many different other movies and shows and stuff. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's it's like a thing. It, it's a total thing. That's a that's a bit of a jump of the shark. Oh, that's what we should talk about before we wrap up. So, did you find then when they started searching for all these weird artifacts and when when they have like uh, you know. Ar- when Arvin Sloan became kind of like, you know, is he, is he kind of now he's a good guy or what? All that kind of stuff is, did that kind of take you, you, did you not like it as much when it got like those last couple of seasons versus the first few seasons? Is that, is no, that what you're... I remember uh, that stuff was intriguing to me, but it got a little confusing, you know, cause like you said, the bad guys were now the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys. You know, they're flip flopping back and forth and then her yeah. mom shows up and then, you know, uh, there was something else that happened. I can't remember. Um, oh, there were vampires at one part. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they they do a lot. I mean, there's stuff with like cloning. I think you know, there there's 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 a lot of crazy things that happen. You know. Well, the big moment was that she got the reason they CBS or was always or ABC was always like putting them on notice because yeah, kind of yeah. It was a popular show. It had a following, and that's the only reason they kept it. Kept it. They didn't really like. It was a middle of the road really ratings. It. I mean, in terms of that, I mean, it wasn't a big hit. It wasn't no. a bottom of the barrel, but. But it gets really good ratings on i on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. So it's yeah. a good show. Well, yeah. exactly. The, you know, it, it's 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 always interesting to me how like you know. I think we're in that it wasn't quite as common then, obviously there weren't all these million streaming services 20 years ago. Right. But, um, I think what's happened, it's, it's the same thing with a lot of older things. Even Star Trek has been, you know, part of this wave of, there's a lot of things that weren't watched back then. Right. But people are finding now, and I think it's sort of boosts the ratings in a way a bit like, Oh, this is pretty good. I didn't watch this back then. And now I can watch it. Right. Yeah. So, so I think there's even even back then, everybody only has a, a certain amount of time, and not everybody right. watches things as as they are on the air, and they certainly don't these days. You know, now it's things have changed so drastically that that I'm one of the you know I feel like I'm one of the rare people that watches stuff that's actually coming out. You know, on on network television as it airs or something like that. But um, but I think that's part of it. I think there's you know, these things get cult followings mm-hmm. later. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, there's certainly has been over the last 20 years and, and this show and Jennifer Garner and, and they, we mentioned some other ones, but, you know, a strong female lead is, is, has, has probably become even more of a thing now than it was even then. It was certainly more unique, I think, then. Mm-hmm. But so I think that's part of it as well. You know, there's, they put a female, you know, kind of lead in Star Wars that, you know, they, they, they've, that's, that's, you know, it's almost become, you know, almost so far the other way now. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, like you mentioned earlier, Black Widow, right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. We just had, um, I'm not sure if you watched 
uh, WandaVision, you know, they just had, you know, a show with the Scarlet Witch on, you know, and, and there's a lot of uh, female-centered TV movies, a lot more than there used to be. So I think that's h- helping get this show even more popular than it was back then. So, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's it, now I really want to watch the whole thing again through, mm-hmm. but I but I, I I just it's so hard to find the time. I I just I've got like five other shows I've started and this one on Netflix and I'm trying to watch that Shadow and Bone show and like you know I can't keep up. <laughs> I've been binging documentaries. I that's my jam. Is it? I, I, Is it? I, yeah. Which ones in particular? Anything in particular that you want to mention? Oh, or? the the Brits that listen to your show probably will. Well, are, are they going to roll their eyes but, at you? Or yeah, because there was meds? a TV series that aired in in Great Britain called Time Team, and the it's a, a team of archaeologists and historians that uh, they have three days to excavate and record evidence of occupation or whatever in these areas and and people write into the show and they say you know i I think i may have a roman settlement in my garden oh wow (laughs) or whatever yeah yeah it's a really cool i enjoy it it's it's one of those old shows that i just discovered you know you were just talking about Uh that how i never saw it when it was actually on air yeah but anyway that's that's what i've been doing yeah there's there's a lot you know we we have we have so much that we can watch these days and uh the uh, there's a guy on the Treks and Sci-Fi Facebook group, Keith, and I always kind of somewhat, I, I, I kind of somewhat pick on him a little bit, but he'll <laughs> he'll he put he's a great guy and he puts up these really cool posts and stuff, but he he he's he watches like shows like many many times over and over again like and i always mention like hey you should watch the expanse or <laughs> or watch like some you know and and he's like oh, i'll get to it you know kind of a thing but i i just have a hard time with like there's so many new things you know you're you're not watching something that's not a show that you've seen right that you were just talking about no but you know, you know along those re- same lines rewatching stuff is is hard for me you know this I... I've, it's been 20 years so watching alias again would be like watching brand new practically i mean i, I know the general say, ideas of it but the episode I, to episodes yeah. i don't remember the exact details of course so right i've been re-watching movies like crazy um in particular starting with the hobbit going all the way through return oh of the my King. yeah i've done it three times <laughs> since last year and you know what it's it's in a time when you're you don't know what the future holds and you're feeling yeah. kind of nervous and scared. It's comfort. Yeah. yeah. And it has a great moral. So now I want to I ask mean, you I when you say that, I, I, do you watch them? I want to know if you watch each one in one sitting. Cause yeah. are you yeah. watching each one in one in, in a sitting? Well, the when you, first usually? time we did it, the first time we did it last year, we did, but okay. n- now that we're watching, we <laughs> may watch um, a like little ev- half, half over or something, days. and then the other half the next day or something like that. Yeah, because they're yeah, because are you watching the longer versions, the expanded ones, or are you watching just the like regular? No, we have the box set that I bought in the two thousand, the early two thousands of the okay. Lord of the Rings trilogy. So yeah. it doesn't. I don't have the ex- the it's extended, not the extended version. Extended, I need to get so it. So they're though. not quite as long as those. Because the extended ones make them even longer. Yeah. Right? No, so. I want to get those, and then we'll do it again with the extended yeah. <laughs> versions. <laughs> well, they're timeless too. You know. You know. We yeah. were talking about this show, and you know, Alias. It's it's a it's a great show, folks. You know, give it a shot if you haven't watched it. But the 
But those, you know, fantasy like that, like Lord of the Rings, is is just um, it, it, like you said, it takes you out of reality a bit. It, it's mm-hmm. it's timeless. It's good good versus evil. It's very clear, you know, in that. And, and it's um, yeah, no, I. I I get that. I think Angela mentions a few things too sometimes where she'll just have stuff on in the background. I'm not good about that. Like, I need to oh, sit yeah, and watch either. it. I, I can't, watch. like, have, like, you know, she'll talk about she's, I don't know, uh, you know, cleaning the house or something and she's got something playing. And I, I can't do that. I, do, I don't do that. It's it's too hard. I, I've got to, I'm a very focused, like, yeah, if, me too. If, if something's on, I've got to watch it. And, and where I don't, it's either on or off. You know, like a lot of people will watch things and then they'll sit there also on their like phone or their iPad. Right. Oh, I can't do that. No, Uh, I don't like to do it either. Yeah. I I just um, I may glance if there's a show that I'm watching that's got a commercial or something, but or an ad pops up if I'm watching. uh, Yeah. Like like I was going to say that I don't have, uh, you know, commercial free on some of the streaming services. I pay for the. Some of my, I'll pay for the non-commercial ones, but a couple of them I don't. So then I may glance at my phone or do something during the commercial. But I was going to say one more thing. The the Lord of the Rings trilogy in general and, and The Hobbit has made such an impact on my little boy who's 10. I mean, he's the one that usually says, let's watch this again. Oh, that wow. We're, yeah, that's I'm great. making him foam armor for Renfest that's dwarf. He wants to be a dwarf. <laughs> but so the question also, is, do you think you'll be able to get him to read the books ever? Or he is, is he reading much, it. Oh, he, he is, is reading, reading them. Oh, yeah, okay, great. Them. Yeah, He loves it. And in fact, the other night, this is hilarious, and it, and it warms my heart to hear it. He's yeah. in bed, supposed to be sleeping, and I hear him singing, Far over the misty mountains cold. <laughs> oh, boy. He's singing the Hobbit, you know, the dwarf song. Yeah, I know which one. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> anyway... It yeah, makes no, me that's feel the, like I've accomplished something as a geek mom. I have my son hooked <laughs> on <laughs> Tolkien. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just that you know it's it's good stuff and and it's it's so well done too. I I I have you know I've talked about those on the podcast before. The only thing I felt about the Hobbit is they kind of uh, kind of got a little overboard with like yes. you know I kind of thought I, I really I really felt that the Hobbit two movies would have been a nice amount. I really, mm-hmm. f- I feel like that they, it got just a little bit like, wow, okay, boy, you're putting a lot of extra in here. And <laughs> I know a lot of people keep, you will say like, uh, oh, I'll take it all. I'll take, you know, it's like, yeah, but there's a point where it becomes kind of somewhat meandering a, a bit, Yeah. Y- you know, and it's, it's, it, I get, I get, you know, both sides of it a bit and I don't deny, I mean, I still enjoyed the movies, but the, you know, the, the Lord of the Rings to me is the the proper like kind of fitting amount of, of like screen time versus mm-hmm. what's in the books. I mean, even then, you know, there's those books have so much in them, but I, I feel like that was, it felt right for the movie at least. But, uh, but yeah, no, those are great, great to watch. And uh, yeah, you got to have me back on so we can talk about that. Yeah, we should, <laughs> we should do that. You know, maybe once, you know, if you get the extended ones and uh I know there's. I think they're doing a new like mega set. I think that's coming out. It. I think they already put out a mega set of the not extended versions, like all six movies. But I think there's a mega set with the extended versions. I think it's coming out like this summer. So maybe sometime later in the summer or whatever, we can uh, 
we can maybe work our way through or talk a little bit about one trilogy with one podcast and the other. I've I've not really covered those truthfully a lot because they're kind of like they're kind of overpowering in a way. Like you know, like uh, I don't even think I can even touch talking about them very well. Mm-hmm. But if you just talk with like you, you know, talk with your friends about them, it's kind of a little bit easier. Oh, like yeah. to do a solo show, I think I did fellowship or something way back in the day, maybe not long after it came out. But it's just it's such a it's like doing a podcast about I was going to say doing a podcast about God or something, but I mean I'm like it's like such a mega thing to so talk about. So deep. Yeah, it's very it's, deep and philosophical. I'm not at all like like um like Chris has this uh I think you know him or he or Chris uh-huh. has probably mentioned him, but that his friend Dave, right? So that uh-huh. guy, that guy knows the Lord of the Rings, you know, inside out and backwards, right? So, and uh, but, and I think, gosh, boy, I'm I'm really bad tonight, but a long week, but, but he's he's really, you know, an expert on it. I don't, I, you know, I feel like I'm a fairly good expert on like Trek, for example, but, but, and even maybe Star Wars, but not not. Tolkien. Oh, but you don't need to be an expert to love something. That's and talk true. About no, no, I can, I certainly love it. I, I certainly yeah. love it. And uh, but I, but I sometimes I, I feel like I, I would, you know, maybe, and it hasn't really bothered me most of the time. I mean, I, I'll talk about stuff even if I don't know it very well. But, but I, there, there's something about that particular thing. I felt that way a little bit about like the Harry Potter stuff, but. Kenny and I have been working our way through that, so mm-hmm. which we want to do another show sometime soon. But he's he's gotten busy again. So, um, but uh, but yeah, that's probably um, we segued off, but that's fine. <laughs> but that's Alias. That's our Alias show. So again, we didn't want to give you guys too much info, but enough maybe to whet your appetite. And and even if you've seen the show, maybe it's enough to make you want to go back and revisit it, like we we are, and 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 check it out a bit more and uh, and see you know. See what it's see what it seems like now after twenty years. I still can't get over that it was twenty. You know that it was two thousand. I, I feel so old. I thought I thought for sure. Oh, you feel old, huh? I have I have two <laughs> grandchildren. Did I mention that on the show yet? I, mm. I know I told you. Yeah, I have two grandchildren you now. Didn't. So yeah, Bryson <laughs> and Cameron was born this week. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to being you know that pappy who who takes them to the new Star Wars or the new Marvel movie. I'm very much you know. <laughs> you know, in five, six, seven years or whatever, you know, whatever's age appropriate and daddy and mommy are okay with. But, um, but, uh, yeah. I, and they're I, adorable too. You, you know, I think it's true that all like, you know, small animals, you know, new, <laughs> you know, babies, kids. I've seen some ugly babies though, Rico. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I so. have some, not, I have some acquaintances who have ugly babies and they're not listening to this show. So I could say that and they won't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 um well the funny thing about these two little guys is and and you know Cameron the newest dosty boy uh, here in the world but he he was only born like 5 days ago and uh but it's so weird how they're if I put a baby picture of of his older brother now Bryson and him next to each other they look so much alike and I'm like I'm somewhat like are they really going to look that alike when they get older and because my two sons don't really look that much alike, uh, but and they didn't as babies, so I'm kind of like really now I'm curious in say four or five years how much alike 
you know, how it goes. Like They definitely look a lot. You're, I've only seen Bryce. I mean, he looks a lot like a Dosty. He looks like he's definitely Yeah, he's, he's got to... the, you know, the eyes, the nose, that little part I always feel like of the face. Yeah, but the... Uh, but yeah, even even the the newborn is is you know some baby pictures of the two of them and well Bryson the older one too he has this he he has so many times his expressions and his he's like two and eight months now his birthday's in August and um, but there are times where he looks just like my oldest son Stephen when mm-hmm. he was that age like. He's going to look a lot like his dad when he's older. There's no question in my mind about that. They have a very similar face, and uh, so we'll see. But yeah, that's exciting. And uh, but yeah, congratulations. Alias, give, oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't seen him yet in person. You know, stupid COVID. But but actually, we might go over there this weekend. I've they 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 got home like the next day from the hospital. Wow. So, uh, but I haven't wanted to invade or intrude. But we'll probably pop over there this weekend. So, um, but uh, hey, Jen, thanks for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Really, really it was. fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, and check out Jen's. Uh, shows on Anomaly. I hope you guys can get back together sometime and and do some more. I I, yeah. I think uh, I think your uh, your audience is, is it would would enjoy that. I know I would, and uh, I I just like to hear uh, both of you guys laugh. That makes me laugh every time I. Hear. So uh, so and you you bring up things about when you talk about stuff, and I'm like, man, I never even thought about it like that, Angela. Especially I think at times I'm like, she cracks me up. But anyway. Um, but yeah, you guys stay safe down there. Thanks for doing this. Hang on, hang on sure. a second. One more thing for the podcast listeners: I, I had said that for the Patreon folks, there's going to be a, a contest contest announcement. I'm gonna I'm gonna just slip that in here on Sunday when I put out the show. So just wait for that in a second. I'll I'll have a little break here and I'll do that for uh, for the people listening who are Patreon folks. So, uh, but thanks, Jen, and uh, we'll we'll talk again maybe continuum or something else maybe we can do yeah. a alias part 2 after we watch a few more episodes Absolutely. Or, or whatever any other topics or or like you mentioned lord of the rings or or anything like that uh it might be fun to get like chris or something or somebody else on for that one i feel again like uh you know just uh get some other people on he he loves that stuff too he, mm-hmm. he he's uh he's heavy into that you know he still plays D. I used to but i just can't I just can't seem to get to it anymore. Well, the last year has been goofy anyway, so that was, you know, that's a thing. But uh, all right, everyone listening to the show, we're gonna we're gonna sign off now. So say bye, Jen, and and hang on, and and then we'll uh, stop the recording at least. And uh, bye, everyone. Bye, live folks. long and prosper. Yeah, live long and prosper. May the force be with you. Uh, we just had May the Fourth, right? Yeah. Yes. Have you watched Bad Batch yet, or do you do you have that still? You got to watch huh. that somehow or get uh-uh, it. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, it's the new animated. Uh, it's really good. It's the, it's a uh, it's set um, like just around Order sixty six time, and they've had like two episodes. It's animated like Clone Wars, so ah. the Bad Batch. Yeah, so another Dave Filoni show on uh, Disney Plus. So, all right, everyone, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. All right. I hope everyone enjoyed that uh, podcast. I know I did talking to Jen about Alias. Uh, really great show. Want to really rewatch it if I ever have any extra time. But thanks again, Jen, uh, for sitting in this week on Treks and Sci-Fi. So uh, the last thing I need to do this week is is talk about a Patreon contest that I set up 
on Patreon last week for supporters of Treks and Sci-Fi. That's over at patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. And the contest was real simple. Basically, anyone who's a Patreon supporter is entered automatically. And the prize was an old Playmates style made um, original series Star Trek phaser along with a uh, Darth Vader t-shirt. So I've got a list here of Patreon members, uh, and I am going to roll a die here, uh, which fits uh, the number of entries here that I've got, and I'm going to roll it. Let's see, number 19. Oh, it's Rick Moyer. All right. Hey, good for you, Rick. Uh, you've supported the show a very long time, and you win the Phaser and the Darth Vader shirt, so I'll be contacting you. I think I still have your address from no, back when we used to do gift exchanges at Christmas in the in the in the way before time. But uh, congrats, Rick, and to um, all the Patreon supporters. You guys are fantastic. Thanks so much for supporting Treks and Sci-Fi each week or each month. It's a monthly thing. Each week, each week, I guess you could look at it that way too. But thanks everyone so much. We'll do another one of these sometime in a few months. Also have a. Uh, probably a Skype cast. I think in June probably will be the next time for that. But again, uh, thanks for that. Uh, congrats, Rick. And we will be doing, um, or I, I would say uh, next week's going to be probably um, probably a guest cast or a repeat show or something like that. I'm still trying to lay out the month of May schedule of, of podcasts. But uh, Anyway, that is um, what's coming up. And again, thanks so much for listening. Thanks again, Jen, for the show or for uh, joining me this week. And everyone, stay safe. Get vaccinated if you uh, choose to. Hopefully you do. And uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Dusty Podcast Production.